Hello and welcome to Mildly Confused. This is your host, Andrew. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mildly Confused is a podcast where you break down, analyze, and settle society's most pressing issues and biggest problems. On this episode, why do air mattresses suck? This episode will likely be full of hot air, as we will be discussing air mattresses. Air mattresses offer so much promise to the world, to society. However, they bring such disappointment for all of their lofty expectations. At least that's my assertion. As we discuss, maybe we'll find some different conclusion. Air mattresses, for those unaware, are like regular mattresses. You sleep on them. Well, you're supposed to sleep on them. They look pretty similar to regular mattresses, similar size. However, they offer one benefit that regular mattresses cannot compete with. They are inflatable, like a big balloon. So when you need an air mattress all of a sudden, it's as easy as blowing it up, boom, it's there. And the kicker, when you don't need it, you can let all of the air out store it away out of sight, out of mind. Sounds great. Sounds like the solution to quite a few problems. So why do they suck? I don't know that they suck. I don't know. That's my initial take when I think of air mattresses. I think air mattresses suck. Why? They offer so much promise. Pets are heavy. Mattresses are heavy. You can't just store an extra extra mattress in your, your little studio apartment for when family, friends come in from out of town. So, uh, air mattresses are perfect for something like that. So why do they suck? Why do they suck? Why do I feel such a negative reaction to air mattresses? I'm not sure. Actually, I am a little sure. I've always had a bad experience with air mattresses growing up. Every single air mattress I've ever slept on has been terrible. Air mattresses have one single job. One single job. That is to stay inflated so I can sleep on it. And yet... Somehow, I don't know if it's me, I don't know if it's fate, chance, somehow, every morning when I wake up after a night on the air mattress, guess what is not in that air mattress? 
That's right, air. It loses pressure. It loses air every single time. Every single time I wake up. Well, I wake up and there's no air. I go to bed, perfectly inflated. It's great. Halfway through the night, hmm, this feels weird. I am sinking into this bed. I wake up, my butt is touching the ground. It is no longer what I would consider a mattress. Why does this happen every time? When you have literally one job. That's what makes me upset. One job is to stay inflated. Balloons stay inflated. I'll try to think of another example of something that stays inflated, but a lot of things stay inflated. They're sealed. You can blow them up and let air out of them, and they stay sealed. Inner tubes, tires, soccer balls, basketballs. The list goes on and on. Why on earth can the air mattress not do the same? Some might say, some might argue. Well, well, Andrew, you don't lay on a soccer ball all night. It doesn't need to withstand the great, incredible mass, massive body that you are. Fair enough. Fair enough. That is true. But guess why I paid way more money for this air mattress than the soccer ball because it's supposed to hold my massive body. Why on earth can it not do its job? For the record, I am not a massive person. In fact, I am pretty much the definition of average in terms of my body size. So if it can't do it for me, this is even this makes me even more upset. If it can't do it for me, how on earth could it do it for someone larger than me? God forbid, more than one person on the air mattress. Whenever that's happened for me, the results have been disastrous. Halfway through the night, it's not that I'm sinking in. My butt's touching the ground halfway through the night. You might say, up through my rant at this point, Andrew, you may have only used one air mattress or one type of air mattress in your life. You gotta branch out. Some air mattresses are better than others. No. No, they really aren't. I've slept on likely eight, I'll throw it out there, eight different air mattresses in my life. Every single one of them has the same issue. Every single one of them. The fancy ones. The ones that have the, the, the pump, the inflation method built in. The ones that are just cheap as heck. All the same issue. All the same issue. I'm a little, I'm a little, a little up in arms right now. Why do they suck? Why do they suck? I want to get to the bottom of this. You've heard me rant for the past few minutes. I want to get some answers. I'm going to do some research. I'm going to get some answers for us. And settle once and for all, why do air mattresses suck? Do some digging. Be right back. Hello, I am back. 
with some information. I have done deep, deep digging, scouring the internet for everything I could find about air mattresses. I won't go over it all on this episode, but I'll give you the highlights. First, maybe a little bit of history, very basic history, something I've always wanted to know. Who on earth invented this? I, I, I do think it's it's a good invention. It's a good invention. I'm just terribly disappointed in it. I kind of want to know where it came from. So, the first air mattress was invented in 1889 by the Pneumatic Mattress and Cushion Company. That is an interesting name. I appreciate that name. Pneumatic Mattress. I, we should be calling it a pneumatic mattress instead. Not that it'll change its quality, but... I kind of like that name. So, it's it's been around for, for a hundred, over a hundred years. hundred, I can't do the math right now. 130, 40 years? They still haven't gotten it right. I guess from, a, from, from reading the research and the history behind this, these were originally made out of rubber. No big surprise, they don't really have plastic or PVC back in the day. But they were produced... This is interesting. As an alternative to hair-filled mattress, hair-filled mattresses, hair-filled mattresses. Whose hair? Whose hair? Human hair? That's disgusting. They were replacing these hair-filled mattresses used on Atlantic steamships. I think they're ships crossing the Atlantic, likely from Europe to America. Uh... And they were they replaced these hair-filled mattresses because they could be inflated, deflated, stored easily. Makes sense. But who, whose hair was the was the penance for coming to America from Europe back in the eighteen hundreds? Give me your head of hair. We're using it to stuff the mattress a little bit. Or oh, this mattress feels a little lumpy. Let me just chop off a little bit of hair and smooth it out. That's disgusting. I honestly want to know. Who, why hair? Why hair? You can't use use feathers? Straw? Human hair? That's just... I don't know about hair. Hair? That's disgusting. Human hair? Outrageous. Although I... I, I, I have to guess that the human hair... But the, the possibility of a human hair mattress on one of these 1800s, you know, 19th century steamships crossing the Atlantic is probably the least of these uh, passengers' concern in terms of hygiene, so... Still, though, maybe that's maybe that's a pretty big bonus, replacing hair-filled mattresses. But they've been doing this for hundreds of years. And the, to my research, the design has not really changed at all. I mean, it's so simple. It's like a mattress shape. They were not very creative. The, the shape doesn't change. All you're doing is taking some cavity you seal and you fill it with air. That's a little bit on the history. What may be more interesting, I also did some research trying to really nail down why air mattresses deflate over time, why they why they lose their air, they why they stop doing the one thing they're designed to do. I came up with a list from the illustrious sleepadvisor.org. Why do air mattresses deflate? They gave a few reasons. I will list some of these reasons and go through them reason by reason. 
And reason one just has me irate. Improper use. Reason number one. Let me read what they have to say here. This You'll get a kick ass. You've had a busy day. And it's time for bed. The last thing you want to do is read through an entire instruction manual on how to properly inflate your bed. That damn right, yeah? The problem is, if you disregard the steps that are outlined in the manual, there's a good chance that your bed won't operate to its optimal level of performance. Do yourself a favor and take the time to read, understand, and implement the steps that are listed. They were put there for a reason. Doing so will not only help you maintain air pressure in your inflatable bed, but will also increase the longevity of it. That's got to be the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. Why on earth would I read the instructions on how to blow up an air mattress. When I'm tired, I want to go to bed. My friends and family are here. They're waiting for me to blow up this bed. I'm pumping. I'm going up and down. I'm pumping. I'm pumping. I'm pumping. Why on earth would I go, oh, let me pause for a second. I need to read the instructions. Oh, yes. Attach air thing here. Fill until full. Unplug air thing. Close the valve. You're done. I would love to read an instruction manual for an air mattress. This is a terrible reason. Reason number one, I am not buying it worth, not buying it at all. There's no way. Let's go to reason number two, temperature. Let's get some physics involved. I'll read what they have to say. It's no secret that the air during the evenings is cooler than that of the air during the day. When the sun goes down and the room temperature drops... The air inside the mattress condenses. Oh my goodness. I don't know if I can read this. This is sad. This is due to a fancy scientific equation known as the ideal gas law. That's not... It's PV equals NRT. T goes down, P goes down. That's how it works when they're on opposite sides of the equation. I'm not a chemistry major. I'm not even a physics major. I'm not that smart of a guy. And yes, it's not a fancy scientific equation. It's why when it's cold out, you need more air in your tires. Okay. I don't fully disagree with this reason. I will I will accept this as a part reason. When you're camping, this might be a good reason. When I'm inside a, a room overnight that is the same temperature during the day than at night, this is not a valid reason. I will give this half credit. 50% correct here and applicability toward my issues. Let's get to the next reason they outline. The pumping predicament. Reason number three. Let's hear what they have to say. In an ideal world, when you are finished filling up your mattress, either with a manual pump or an electric external one, you can disconnect the pump without losing any air. Unfortunately, this is a nearly impossible task. Sure as no blow-up mattresses on the market that utilized external pumps have been found to be completely airtight. I don't... I don't know if that's English. Anyways, being that most every... This is ridiculous to me. Being that most every inflatable bed employs an external pump to fill it with air, upon detaching the pump, a bit of air will ultimately be lost. That is bad. Nope. Not except... I'm not, I'm not even going to read more. This is not a valid reason. 
When I fill up the bed, yes, it loses a little bit of air, but it doesn't explain why the air mattress is full when I go to bed after I finish pumping. Then it's not full of air when I wake up. Not a good reason. I'm just going to skip it. Reason four. Holes that leak. This is the last reason. And, and this might be a very telling, telling first sentence. Your air mattress is not the sturdiest product you'll ever purchase. Really? Huh. Often these beds are made from a thin material that is susceptible to puncturing, stretching, and rupturing. Eventually, after continual use throughout its lifetime, you can avoid this fact. If your bed sees a lot of daily, nightly traffic, then the chances of the above problems surfacing increase considerably. Luckily, there are a few ways that you can avoid the inevitable wear and tear. So they're saying wear and tear will create little holes that will eventually make it lose air over time. This seems reasonable. I think I may have found my answer for why when inside, constant temperature, every air mattress have been on leaks. First sentence here, for reason number four. Your air mattress is not the sturdiest product you'll ever you'll ever use. Um, sure. Also doing my research, I want to look up some air mattresses. Some of them were ridiculously cheap, $10. Others, stupid expensive, multiple hundred. I find it hard to believe that I find it hard to believe that every air mattress I've been on has been that cheap. I feel like I've been on some nice ones. So I don't... I don't know if after this research I've come to any new conclusions. And I think that is precisely why. That is precisely why air mattresses suck. They suck because they should be doing the one job they're doing and yet they don't. And no one can tell me why. Maybe I've just had bad luck. Maybe every air mattress you've slept on has been perfect. I feel like I'm a normal guy. Normal wear and tear on these mattresses. I've tried a few. I think I said eight. And yet, it's still an issue. Why do they suck? Because they disappoint you so dearly. They fail to do the one thing they're supposed to do. If you think differently, let me know. Information on how to contact me is in my bio. With that, I think we've come to a conclusion on this episode. Until next time, take care.